hello and welcome to another episode of Provoke, the podcast that takes a provocative look at advertising as a whole. I am your host, Brian Wilder, and we have Kelsey in the uh, the, the studio adjacent, the, the West Coast studio. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Awesome. So on today's episode, we're going to we're going to recap uh, can the uh, the, the infamous yeah. or famous, however you how you would choose to look at award shows. Um festival and just celebration of all things creative all things advertising and marketing this this yearly culmination of just uh the most innovative and 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 most most creative pieces of content to ever you know you know grace the world so i guess to kind of jump into it what is can kelsey like i i let's pretend that i have no i have no idea how advertising works (laughs) what exactly is can Sure. So, um, Cannes takes place in a super beautiful island in France. Um, it's been going on uh, since 1954. Okay. And basically, each year, um, all of these advertisers, marketers, agencies, um, there are even some individual creatives that go out. I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming that it's invite only. I don't really think that you can buy. It's kind of like going to the Grammys. I don't think you can really buy your way into. Mm-hmm. Um, into the fest but it's a it's a week-long festival um where you know like you said they just celebrate all of the best um there's 26 different categories so categories like entertainment there's um film there's consumer goods there's um health etc so 26 different categories and within those 26 different categories um you you know the agencies and the creatives will submit their work submit their uh ads and this panel of um judges will you know award basically first second and third uh in each category um there's a winner of the grand prix and that's the uh kind of holy grail of all ad awards right um and i really loved this line that i got um from their website that says um the lions, by the way, is the it's what the trophy looks like. That's their like mascot symbol, uh, trophy man. And it says that the lions are meant to uh, meant to celebrate creativity that turns content into culture. Um, and I think like in 2018, that's pretty much what all advertisers are trying to do. Uh, I went, you know, if you go to their website and you look through all of the winners, no matter what the category is. Mm-hmm. The commercial, the paper, the print, etc., is never really quite about the product. It's about the lifestyle that surrounds that product, which is something you know, just like millennial, millennials, we hear like way too much of that. It's the the lifestyle around it. Um, right. But you know that that's that's the truth. You know, you're not really selling. Um, your, your selling points are not so often uh, the product features but rather the features of the features the what does the consumer get by using this product or by going to this place or using this airline etc um so i just thought that that was an awesome line turns content into culture um yeah and it just got finished up on friday i believe was the the last last day of the 2018 fest and they'll be back next year cool Cool. Yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing that down. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think my first my first kind of thing about can is just the idea of like you, you talked about how it's more so about creating a culture versus, you know, just mm-hmm. pushing out content, which I think is a very it's a very interesting shift. And in, and in the, just the ad, the advertising industry in, in general, like it's it's mm-hmm. kind of moved from that idea of just 
being able to push out as much content as you can. And, and, and now we're getting to a point finally, in my finally, in my opinion, we're getting to a point where we're we're starting to put meaning behind the content that we put out. Right. Mm-hmm. I think like a, you know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about Ogilvy and their rebrand and, you know, that's Ogilvy is like one of the fathers of advertising and right. you see that switch from like really just like hard selling points if this product does this, et cetera, da, 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 right. da, to like, okay, we kind of have to change and move towards, you know, exactly what you're saying of selling the, uh, the, the, maybe the little bit more meatier importance of why to buy into something. Right. So I, I, I guess to kind of to, to move into our first or second topic at this point, um, let's talk about the Grand Prix winners. Like, yeah, what were some that kind of stood out to you? Because I have a few, but I, I'm, I'm curious as to how many we, we might might share the same opinion on. Sure. I mean, um, honestly, the one that I just thought was the coolest um, that I had never seen mm-hmm. until watching it through. um like through the Cannes website right. is uh, Apple's Welcome Home, and it's this amazing commercial slash short film for their home product, the okay. Apple Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, wait, you would you never know, seen that exact- before. I had not seen that until Whoa, looking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where it was being. Where had you seen it? Um, I'm I'm pretty sure I got served a. 30 second version of it um, maybe I got served like a shorter piece of it and it's just not t- like sticking in my memory but right. to watch like the full whole thing like the four and a half minute you know commercial right. of it I just thought it was so epic and it's it's like the epitome of not really detailing the product <laughs> like the product itself you know the Apple home mm-hmm. is maybe shown for like two three to five seconds of the four and a half minute video and it's um this awesome depiction of you know a person a woman coming home from work and just kind of going through the motions and she just kind of in the middle of cleaning up her kitchen says hey siri play something i'd like uh and i thought that line was awesome because it's not hey play me this song it's play me something that you know i'm gonna like jam to um so that was just like that key personalization and uh an anderson pack song drops into the background and um this woman is just moving around her apartment and then realizes that she can almost like alter her reality and shift her reality and the walls start melting apart and uh it's just so cool and you know like I'm not a graphic designer of any sorts, but I definitely love flirting with design. And it's so hard, like even just for like building something so simple. And then I watch these guys like melt a house apart. Right. What? <laughs> like I, I, I see like the almost like behind the scenes of what that must have taken, um, you know, digitally to manipulate the space in the way that it was so I just thought that was awesome and the other thing that I like stood out to me that I don't know how many other people um maybe caught on to it but the very first advertisements of Apple that I remember ever were those like neon colored backgrounds with like the black uh body outlines posing and dancing shapes commercials yeah, for like the iPod shuffle and stuff and all of those like bright neon colors, the pinks, the blues, the greens, etc. were all of the colors that were, you know, dripping apart in the house. And I guess that's in their like old, their their um Apple logo sometimes, like the old school Apple logo was kind of that rainbow. But mm-hmm. I saw those like early 
early form ad colors being brought back into the way that the house was kind of like pulling apart and shifting apart. And I just thought that that was, that was just so awesome. Um, and I just, yeah, I thought that was just such a cool piece and such a, uh, not about the product. It's about the way that we can get you to groove. And I just, I loved it. Right. Well, so the the music video was directed by Spike Jones, who is super mm-hmm. popular, like a very influential um, director in, in in both music and film. I mean, he's done work with everybody from Biggie Smalls, P Diddy, Fat Boy Slim, uh, she Ludacris. I remember he did a video. He did the video for Wonder Boy for Tenacious D. Um, he mm-hmm. also helped direct uh, Jackass, if you remember that show. Yep. Um, but it, it and, but I think the one thing that stuck out, like the style of the video was very reminiscent of, um, weapon of choice from fat boy slim, uh, when it mm-hmm. had Christopher Walken kind of just like dancing through the, through the mansion. So mm-hmm. like, it was very kind of just like that continuous shot moving from one area to one area. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's very cool to, to even just have Spike Jones bless anything that you, you, you do. Um, and then you yeah. have FKA Twigs on there, who was the the woman dancing in the in the, the in dancing, the video. Mm-hmm. and she, you know, she she's a she's a she's a she's known for dancing, modeling, and singing. So I mean, it's it was just a really it's it was a really cool like very like kind of like star studded like powerhouse production. But you tend to be afforded those kind of opportunities when you're Apple, you know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So um, yeah, I like that. I like the I liked the way it began. Excuse me, with um, you know, kind of like very drab, very, very, very monotone colors, mo- like very down, like downer kind of soundtrack in the background, just, just mm-hmm. really kind of like depicting that, that daily grind, that day to day, just like rat commuter rat race, where you kind of just put on your clothes, you go in, you do your job, you get on the train, and and you know commute with every uh, every other, you know, you know cubicle slave. And then you go to your little apartment and you kind of just like try to decompress from the day. And, and then, you know, Apple's kind of there because, you, you know, Apple's there for you. Apple understands you. <laughs> you know, your I mean, everyone can you. almost everyone can relate to that, like right. humdrum in some kind of way. So that have you seen the um, uh, article or like, you know, story going around of some New York City photographer who took a series of pictures of like like the same people over five years? I and it's like on their yeah on their commutes home and back and they're just like in the same clothes that they rotate doing the same thing it's just how repetitive life can be so um yeah it's relatable but it's also like it's just i thought it was just like such a cool digital art piece it didn't even really feel like a commercial right it felt more like a music video anderson pack should uh like if he has a music video out for the song like just switch it over right (laughs) yeah no that was definitely a um a, a, a crowd favorite and probably one of my favorites too um, I, I, another favorite of mine was the uh, the ever popular "It's a Tide" ad. Oh yeah, yeah. of course. So of I mean, course. I I I'm always a big fan of anything that just like takes meta and then just like kicks it up a notch. <laughs> and this was probably the most meta thing I had seen in a very long time. It was kind of it was very like it, it hinged a lot on that whole that, that whole idea of like cognitive dissonance. Where it's just like mm. you, you, you become so familiar to something, and it used a lot of very iconic commercials over the past few years, and 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 kind of turn them on their head, and you're just like, wait, whoa, what was that? Like, wait a what? minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really fun too because I haven't really like sat down and watched all of because they had like the like the 
um, like minute long tie dye, but then they had like the thirty second bookend, right. like just kind of pop in in and out throughout the the Super Bowl when they were airing it. And but I hadn't really like sat down and watched like the whole like three minutes of them. Right. And I was sitting down, I was just laughing so hard, and I I just thought it was so great, and I definitely. Um, yeah, I mean it's a tie dye. I I would have expected them to have won an ad or won an award. So I'm glad that they did. Sachi and Sachi NYC took home more than one, maybe like more than two awards. Right. Uh, so good for them. Yeah, and it was cool that they were able to because it's P and G, um, Procter and Gamble. Like they have they they own a bunch of different brands under their 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 conglomerate umbrella. Um, and so it was funny to see like which. I like which kind of iconic commercials they were able to co- like e- like emulate exactly, and the ones that they kind of mm-hmm. had to make like a slight approximation of to kind of give you a mm. hint of who they like what kind of commercial that which commercial they were talking about. Um, so I mean, it was kind of cool and very creative that you know to be able to ha- kind of work around certain brands that weren't under the PNG umbrella and some ones that were. Um, and so I, I just think it I think it was really cool, and it kind of it kind of just like allowed. I guess advertisers kind of poke fun at their own advertisements, you know, um, yeah, really yeah. kind of, kind of just like spotlight the, 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 the kind of spotlight the iconography, but still kind of be able to, to, to have fun with advertising, which I, which is what I kind of miss. I kind of miss in mm. advertising because the past few years have kind of really been, you know, everybody's data driven. It's like, what do we do with the big data? Mm. Like we got all these silos of data. There's a warehouse of data over there. There's an offshore bank <laughs> that has data in it. What do we do with all this data? You know, it's like, you know, if you're, you're, you're not an, you're, you're not an, an, an agency that's worth its salt. If you don't, if you're just not swimming in data and it's just like, <laughs> you know, you know, it, it went back to the idea of being able to create something simple and has a very clear message, but still is kind of tongue in cheek and, and have fun with it. Um, yeah, super fun. Right. Because, I mean, ultimately, the world doesn't need more advertising agencies, you know? And I, it's right. just, it's one of those situations where, like, the world will continue to turn the, if there were no advertising agencies in the world, you know? And so it's just, it's one of those things, the, the sooner you realize that, the, 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 it sets you free. You know, to, to kind of go back. <laughs> the to, more fun you can have. <laughs> right. The more fun you can have with it. And, you, you know, nine times out of ten, you're selling products and services that people can get on without, you know, without having mm. in their 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 homes or, or their cars or in their lives. And so you have to have a certain air of just kind of just playfulness. Otherwise, it, it's it's it gets it, it gets drab. It gets it gets bogged down and and way too many numbers and way too many facts and figures that nine times out of ten won't mean anything at the end of the day so i i, mm-hmm. I think the the it's a tide ad is probably like a top three top top three ads of the year by far mm. yeah i you know speaking of the uh anti-ad then uh i didn't i i didn't even know that this was really capable of winning an award but Jay-Z won an award for a music video off of his most recent album. Right. Um, and it was within this the same category as the Welcome Home ad by Apple in the entertainment category. Um, but, you know, I thought that that was super awesome because he was being honored at, you know, this, you know, very famous advertising uh, award show for a music video. Right. And the music video is called Smile, and mm-hmm. it's basically... Um, you know, young Jay-Z looking up at his mom and realizing uh, without ever 
really talking about it that his mom is gay and navigating that without like that just like silence understanding um and you know they never really talked about it until he was older and i guess it's kind of like a psa so i kind of understand how you can like flip it to be like this um psa ad but you know it's just a music video off of his album that he was being honored for for just putting together you know a great little piece of of art and film um but I thought that that was really interesting and I thought that was really cool. And I had watched a interview with Jay-Z, like a thir- I like invested way more time. I invested like 45 minutes in this Time Magazine interview with Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And it was like, honestly, Brian, like the best 45 minutes of my month so far. It was <laughs> oh, yeah. so good. I was so, I was so into it. And Jay-Z was just like spitting truth. And I was just like, this is awesome. And he talked about Smile. So like before I found out he'd won, I'd already gotten like a lot of hype about Jay-Z. And then I went in and like saw that he he won an award for it so i was like here we go that's right. my boy i hope he thanks me in the thank you speech right and and the cool thing about that was on the actual the song off of jay-z's 444 album um his mom reads like a, a letter at the mm. end of the song um yeah. to pretty pretty much like coming out essentially mm-hmm. and it was really cool to kind of the, the fact that she was that he was able to get her to do it in the video as well that's her reading the letter at the end um Mm -hmm. so i mean it's it's a great it was a great piece of just art in the sense that that's something like that's something that's not necessarily addressed very often especially in hip-hop um Mm. the idea of like you know sexuality and 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 you know just addressing the fact that there are a lot of people in the in in the hip-hop culture who are also part of the lgbt community um, and mm. so th- I think that's the, the fact that it was able to break those kinds of barriers was definitely award award worthy at, 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 at the least. Um, yeah. And we've seen other instances where um, hip hop is something gets considered something of a counterculture. Um, mm. You know, we've seen other instances where hip hop is is and hip hop artists have gotten major praise. I mean, Kendrick Lamar getting a, a Pulitzer Prize. Yeah. Like Woo. what? <laughs> I won't lie. I, I I did shed a thug tear or two when I saw. Yo, that. I was like, it's that. It's so awesome. Right. It's, it's just so like, awesome. Man, made it. They made it. That's a, that's amazing. Mm. Um. So I think. Yeah. I think. I hopefully I would like to see a trend, an, an upward trend of of instances like that where, you know, it, we. The, the cultures, especially countercultures, continue to kind of break those barriers and kind of shed those those stereotypes that you know the mm-hmm. status quo has kind of spent time assigning to that counterculture. Yeah, over the years. I was thinking of the same thing with Kendrick to see like that in you know in that world and then to come over here and see see this. So I kind of have a very similar thoughts to you and almost on like a kind of similar note I thought it was really cool um to sit down because it's so it's not just like U.S. you know this is not just like U.S. Mm -hmm. awards these are you know agencies winning awards from uh all over the world and you know for products and things or companies that I may have never heard of because it's not you know relevant to the United States and I thought it was so cool to have like a first you know like a front row seat to you know ads that other cultures in other countries um in other languages what they get and what they're served and how maybe different or how similar um it is to us it's like watching a foreign film to get like a front row seat to um 
you know, a different culture and see what their, you know, city life or day-to-day life is. And to see that in just a form of like a three-minute ad or something, I kind of felt like it was very similar. And I thought that was, that was super cool. So to see, you know, if you were in attendance to a festival like this, to be able to like watch that, but then also like turn to your right or left and talk to the people that were behind that. And I feel like you would get such a cool, um, I don't know. I feel like you'd get such cool insight and such different worldviews, but are all like connecting on the singular point of um, creation and advertising that I feel like leaving there, you would feel really awesome, like super energized and renewed and have all these, you know, maybe not immediate ideas, but from all the things that you learn from all the different people um, to go out and create some really, some really awesome stuff. Right. Um, so another one for me that was definitely a, uh, pulled on the old uh, heartstrings was the uh, the Project Revoice. Okay. Did you see that one? I don't think so. So that was a um, basically a behind the scenes video from the the, the founder of the the ALS Association mm. and with the the, mm-hmm. the the famous the ice bucket challenge and stuff like that. Um, they basically documented. A project called Project Revoice that that worked to get him to recreate his voice because he had lost his voice mm. a while back, and they, they a group of um just like sound engineers and just friends and family came together and 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 basically recreated his voice, and he was able and by the end mm. of it he was able to kind of hear his voice for the first time again, wow. and it was just like oh man, you know <laughs> it, it, I think and it was it was it, again it goes back to that idea of cognitive dissonance like we were go, we got so swept up in the the ice bucket challenge to a point mm. where I didn't I don't think people uh, there were I, I mean I, I, I this is an assumption but I think it got to a point where there were more people who were just kind of caught up in the the the, the action of the buck of the, the bucket challenge as likes and, for likes yeah right and not really like taking a step back and trying to figure out exactly what ALS is. And, mm-hmm. and I think this that video was a great opportunity to kind of show people exactly what ALS does and how it affects people, in, including the person who helped found the, the, the ALS Association. So um, yeah, that, that's that's awesome. I'll have to check that one. I like just quickly did a Google search so I could get, get the gist, but I'll have to watch that one. Right. Um, Post pod. So were there any others that kind of like jumped out that you that you were a big fan of? Uh, I mean, no, the two, my, the two ones that jumped at me, at me were the ones I talked about, the Welcome Home and the Smile by Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and then my, my final note was just what I just said. I thought it was really cool to get an inside look into what ads look like in Norway and what ads look like in Sweden and what ads look like in Asia. Um, you know, in, and not just ads, like the best ads, because they were being honored at such a um, prestigious ad show. So, yeah, right. I thought that was super super awesome and it'd be super cool to ever be in attendance to something like that and get to talk to uh, all the different creative minds and even just like sit in not the the panels and the lunch sessions and it yeah i think that that would just be super super awesome right yeah okay so before we move on to the next topic i, I wanted to cover one more and this is one that we talked about um a couple like i say a couple months back but mcdonald's canada uh, oh the, yeah the dude home. i saw that and i was like nice right, brian yeah. called it <laughs> yeah the out of home the out of home uh, yeah. creative that used like the arches to kind of certain yep. sections the arches to show exactly when the next exit for a uh, uh mcdonald's 
uh, location was ah still yeah that genius. one's so good i it's so good ah i still i still kick myself to this day it's like god it's just just so, so simple, simple. Like, you had, like just such a brilliant campaign just staring you in the face like it's just like right there yeah ah, yeah it's I, awesome I definitely a lot of work for like the yeah, it's, it's so good. I, I saw that one like on the front page, and I was like, "Nice, Brian's gonna be stoked." <laughs> right? Yeah, I was. I'm a big fan of McDonald's of Canada's Follow the Arches uh, campaign. That was great. So, props to you. Props to yeah, uh, all go. the other awesome agencies and brands out there that that took home you know grand prix, golds, and silvers. Um, and uh, hopefully. Uh, Larry, our CEO, if you're listening, uh, I would love to be able to go to Can next year. That'd be awesome, <laughs> yeah. you know. But um, we'll uh, we'll we'll table that discussion for another time. So, next topic: IGTV. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so I remember I remember reading uh, a, a kind of like a teaser article. I want to say it was in like Fast Company or maybe Ad Week about you know. Instagram potentially releasing a platform that would allow people to record up to what was it two hour long or hour long video yeah it's like some ungodly amount of time right yes. and so we kind of we kind of just like waited with a, a bated breath to see exactly what that was and then here comes IGTV um, so Instagram television is basically a publisher's platform uh, that allows brands to kind of create long-form video uh, in an attempt to compete with YouTube, uh, specifically. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's still ah. I, I, there's still <laughs> there's still some features that I kind of have to like dive into and kind of kind of just mess around with just to see it's exactly how much it can help us or just us as advertisers but um what were your what are your initial thoughts on it kelsey yeah i had an interesting like it was kind of like this roller coaster uh over the weekend of just like trying to understand and you know same thing happened to me i like read a teaser article and like as soon as i finished it i'm pretty sure right. i was i like logged into instagram and it's like now here igtv right. and so my initial thought was honestly it was like why why are why are we putting more content on already such a highly trafficked like over polluted sometimes feed right. um especially in app like to have instagram and then igtv in the same place right. um c kind of just like fighting for space and fighting for people's impressions and eyes i was just like as a as a advertiser i was just like i don't now i, I just felt like it was gonna make my content or like the client's content that i work on like two times harder to see so that was my first like uh, initial my first my first initial reaction and then i was talking to karina one of um our other social media coordinators and i was just like dude like what what are your thoughts and she said you know we kind of talked it through and said the same some of the same things and then we started talking about how I was so surprised on last week's episode to listen to the Gen X's talk about YouTube so much mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm not that, I'm like not that much older than them at all, but like I never really spent that much time on YouTube. I don't really remember in high school or like kids that I was hanging out with ever spending um, that much time on YouTube, but I found it really interesting to see how much, you know, video stuff that they were 
um, consuming and enjoyed. So Korean and I was like, well, I think it's for younger kids. I think it's for Gen X's or maybe, you know, even like super young Gen X's because they love video. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she also said that she she read somewhere that it's going to take on its own app. It's not going to be within the same place as Instagram. I think IGTV will eventually like break itself out. So with that in mind like I think that that's that gave me a little bit more of an insight I still like you said I still got to kind of figure out some of the features and how it works it's only like three days old but um I all I think like for advertisers to produce content that is more than 30 seconds like in an agency that's hard it takes a long time it takes a lot of hours it takes a lot of resources and if you're an agency and you're on um, budgets and can time straights with different clients to be able to use something like IGTV that is meant for 15 minute content and so on mm-hmm. um, I think that that's going to be really hard I think that the brands and the companies that are going to most benefit from something like IGTV right. would be in-house brands but you know people that are only focusing on this one company or their own company um because i think that creating anything more than 30 second you know short form digital content in an agency might might uh, maybe you know might be really hard for just the reasons that i gave but um i think that uh like any kind of single entrepreneurs or in-house agencies could really benefit from creating stuff and um I logged into a couple of the different client accounts on Instagram to see like the different stuff it would curate and it totally curated it accordingly to like my personal feed and then to, um, you know, some of the clients feeds. So that, that was really cool because I definitely haven't like followed or anything like that uh, or subscribed. I'm not sure. Um, so it's definitely curating, you know, well optimized content, but I, I'm not really sure if I see the immediate advantage in it for, um, brands in an agency but i definitely think that solo companies could benefit from from putting stuff out or like mini episodes and stuff like that for sure and i think there's one one brand that's already kind of seeing the benefits of that is netflix um mm. they had a uh, <laughs> they literally had a uh, an hour-long video of one of the uh, actors cole sprouse from riverdale uh they, mm-hmm. they, they 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 filmed him eating a hamburger for one hour um, what? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's gotten almost seven hundred thousand views. Um, so, but how much of that hour is being viewed? Like, right, 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 right. Uh, I mean, who, yeah, you know? I would love to kind of see the numbers on that and see who, how many people have actually finished. Where's the, the drop off rate? Yeah, like where, like where are people kind of like bouncing off of this with this video? But I mean, I totally blame BuzzFeed for this, just because uh. the, the the wild success <laughs> that they got from that whole watermelon rubber band video. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's kind of just turned into this monster where people are just under this assumption that you know we we we're yes we're glued to our phones that's 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 an undeniable fact but I I think I don't think that I just don't understand the 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 long the long game here I'm, I don't know what the long play is for for Instagram I mean maybe they just they're they're kind of trying to mimic not, I mean they say they're gonna they're trying to compete with YouTube but YouTube is a completely it's a little different um, in yeah. the sense that like for Facebook video for example like that's a place where Facebook is kind of like curated multi-episode like like mini-sodes of 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 of, of, of you know branded shows 
and I think they're trying to kind of port that over to Instagram. But it gives you it gives everybody the option to kind of create their own channel if they wanted to. Um, mm. So I mean, I think it's so. Wait, it, can anybody, any anyone, can upload videos to IGTV? Right. I mean, from what I can tell, I tried using it earlier, and it gives me the option mm. to create a channel. Interesting. Let's see here. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think that the other. Th- my other thought was. Instagram you can hang out on for like very short spurts of time like if you're waiting in line or you're I mean people walking etc like you can kind of jump into Instagram hang out for like five scrolls and then pop off and it can be like done in silence but like IGTV like that's taking a little bit more dedication you gotta like if you're in public you're probably gonna want your headphones because nobody likes listening to the video you're listening to sitting next to you trying to do something else right um so that was my other thing like this is going to take a little bit more user dedication, especially to like commit to watching something for however long. Like we just talked about how short people's attention spans have gotten. So now we're like trying to like get people to watch two hour videos on your phone. It's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And I think that that hour long, that hour long cap is just like kind of the high end, but from what, just through a quick browse, it looks like a lot of the, the channels have episodes or videos that are anywhere between two and a half minutes and i think the longest one i i saw was an hour but um about two and a half minutes to about 15 to 20 Um, yeah so i think i think there's there's some there's some advantage there who knows that we might even turn this podcast into a it's 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 instagram (laughs) it really just depends um i I can see i can see the uh the applications here that with that the 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 applications for this but again because it's so new it's still a little too early to tell a little too early to tell for me but i don't know we'll keep an eye on it um and and just kind of see where where it goes but um, uh, other than that, I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode. Um, thank you, Kelsey, for uh, taking the time to talk to us about all things can and, and all things uh, Instagram TV. Of course. Thank you. And um, as always, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns out there, be sure to send them to Provoke. That's P-R-O-V-O-K at evokead.com. And follow us on all of our social media accounts to uh, keep track of our contributions to the advertising world. Uh, as far as the quotes concerned, uh, we kind of already touched on it at the beginning of the show, but I think it really resonates, especially with what a lot of the uh, product that came out of Cannes this year. Um, and this was from this was a quote from a, a, a panelist at the, one of the Cannes line seminars. And they said, the best work transcends categories and becomes culture. And with that said, y'all take care. Mm-hmm.